Hello, welcome to Extra Virgin, a podcast for gourmands who love to travel and travellers who love good food. I'm your host, Natasha Mirosh, an insatiably curious food and travel writer who's toured and tasted her way around more than 60 countries. Join me now as I talk to the people who make travelling and eating such a delicious adventure. Hey there. If you're a first-time listener to Extra Virgin, welcome. There's a great back catalogue of podcasts that you really should check out. If you're a regular listener, welcome back and thank you for your support. Podcasting can be a lonely pursuit, so I love getting feedback. So don't be shy if there's something that you want to say or you have a subject that you'd like me to consider covering. Just drop me an email at travel at gmail.com. Today's podcast is one I've been wanting to do for ages because it's such an intriguing subject. You've probably heard of them, those one euro houses for sale in Italy designed to attract new blood into underpopulated villages that may otherwise die out. You might even have dreamed about owning one and moving to Italy. And like me, you might have wondered what the catch is. Are they just too good to be true? On this episode of Extra Virgin, we're going to find out. My guest is Rubia Daniels, a Brazilian who lives in California, where she works in renewable energy. Rubia bought not one, but three houses in the village of Musumelle in Sicily for one euro each. And we're going to talk to her and find out if it was worth it. Welcome, Ruby. It's so great to have you on Extra Virgin. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure um, sharing my time with you guys. Thank you. Now, Rubia, let's start off learning a little bit about you. You grew up in Brazil, but you now call California home. Tell us about how you came to, to end up in America. I was born and raised in Brazil, and I have the opportunity of moving into California in 1996, and I have been here since I I am a UC Davis graduate, and I work in the solar industry for the last 10 years. Okay. And you speak Italian, I believe. How did that come to be? Do you have a particular affinity for Italy? I am fluent in Portuguese, and I have a degree in Spanish, and um, Italian is one of the Latin languages, so it's, it's quite natural for me because the Latin root, so that's what makes the language, I wouldn't say easy, but more comprehensive. Yeah, I can I can understand that. It makes me feel very embarrassed speaking one, one and a little bit of languages. <laughs> So when and where, Ruby, did you see the ads for the one euro houses initially? I was with my family in Bali in 2000, December 2018. And uh, my better half mentioned to me that he had seen on CNN an article about the one euro houses. And obviously, like most of people, I just thought that, how can that be? Mm. And I started my personal investigation. I went online. There was not much information online. I sent few emails to a couple of places and, and then I got a reply mm. from the person who was helping with the project for Musomele and that's how everything started. Did you know anything about this village Musomele? before you started this? I did not know anything mm-hmm. about it. Once I got the email back, I asked for more information online. And then I was told if I'm interested, I just have to go there in person. And that when I really start my research, I collect all the information I could find online. 
I book my ticket, I got my rental car, mm -hmm. I reserve my hotel. And now that was within three days after I came back from Bali and then very short, I was in a plane again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. You don't hang yeah. around, huh, when you make a decision? It was like, no, I'm going. <laughs> I, I was just so happy I did. It, mm. It's been quite a journey for me. Mm. But yes, I did a lot of personal research. Back then, there was nobody that I could reach out. I just gathered the information I could. Mm. I spent time in uh, Google Earth. I walk up and down those streets. <laughs> I became very familiar with the city. So... When I arrived, I was very comfortable. Great tip, actually. Had you focused it on Sicily or was it just that you saw this ad for Mozzomele? It was just coincidence that they reply. I have always been interested in Sicily, but I have been in Italy before, but not Sicily. So and then when the opportunity came about, I just jumped right on it. Mm. And who is, who is actually running this? Program. So, yeah, yes, the program is run by the municipal and there is a real estate agent that is responsible for showing the house and assist the people interested to complete the paperwork. Mm, so a few days later, you flew out to Sicily. Did you have a particular house in mind or did you look around a few different houses? So I got to Sicily to Catania Airport, I got my little rental car and I got on a road and I drove Musomelis two hours from Catania. Mm. So I arrived in a little town. I did have my personal list of houses I would like to see. How many houses did they have in that village at that time? Back then it was at least a hundred houses. Mm. So I went to the, I did the tour you go when you get there you go through a tour and then you select the properties you interest now, now those days is a very popular program i was there this year in june i was there this year in october and every time we go to the tour we're gonna have 15 20 people so mm. it became a very popular people from all over the world are coming and taking advantage of this incredible opportunity I know these houses are not always in the best condition. What was acceptable to you in terms of the condition of the houses? For me, it was more foundation. I was really, I don't quite care if I have to redo the roof because I work in the roof industry. So what I was really looking to avoid was foundation issue. And what did you, what did you find? How many houses did you see? I probably went through, I would say, probably 50 houses. So I was looking for particular things. I was looking for size. I was looking for high ceilings. I was looking for marble and obviously avoiding foundation issues. So, but again, it's really a feeling thing. You know, when you're in a town, you're going to have, it's a feeling thing that kind of guides you through decide what you're going to choose. And then with that, you just look for things that are appealing to you. For me, it was more that I was looking for size and high ceilings and marble. So, mm. And you actually ended up buying three houses, didn't you? Why is that? I did. I have three one-euro properties. I have different plans for each of those properties. The one that I start remodeling 
my long-term project for that one is to turn into an art gallery. Mm. I have a large house that I'm planning to turn into a wellness center. And then the third property, my son is interested in opening a restaurant. So I have different plans. It's really up to each individual. You know, you have the opportunity and then you turn that into whatever you desire. Hmm. Now, these houses don't come with no strings attached. What are some of the rules about buying these houses? You have three years to remodel the exterior of the property. So that's the guideline for Musomeli. So you go through the program, you complete the paperwork. After that, after you receive your deed, you have three years to complete the exterior of the project. And what happens if you don't do that? If you don't complete within the timeline, you have to pay a fine of 5,000 euros. That based on my understanding, once you complete the work, they will return the money to you. The, The goal of the program is to make easy for you to move forward with your plans. So at the end of the third year, If you have not completed, that's when you pay the $5,000 fine. And they are going to extend the time. It's going to be some changes on that because we we all went through this global pandemic. So we're expecting some changes on that as well. So, Rubia, I know Italians are particularly fond of paperwork and bureaucracy. Was there a lot to do? And is it possible to get through all that if you don't speak Italian? Uh, Okay, so... Once you go through the selection of the house and you select the property, then you start the paperwork process. So there is a three to four months until the deed is ready. So they have excellent translation service that will be available for the people that don't speak Italian. And the closing of the property is very similar to what it is in America. And I think it's very similar to what it is in most countries. So it's just completing the closing cost of the house plus the deed paperwork. It's nothing off the normal that we expect. And if you're not familiar with the language, you can definitely use the translation service. They do a a great job with that. Mm. What about regulations in terms of what you're allowed to do with the properties? Can you do whatever you want as long as you complete the project? So the houses are in a historical part of the town. So there is regulation in relation to this. You have to follow the guidelines. The municipality is very open to new business. They they seem to be really embracing people coming in and bringing new ideas. So you can always look into whether or not you can convert that to a commercial or partially residential, partially commercial. It's really a matter of you sharing your dreams, what you inspired to do. They're just very open and welcoming. Mm. And what about the locals? How do they feel about all these foreigners moving in? So what makes me choose Musomeli over other places was the hospitality. I come from a small town and when I arrive in Musomeli, 
it make me feel like I was going back home. People are very welcoming. They, everyone want to share a coffee with you. Everyone wants to know how you're doing. It was quite, it was quite shocking to me when I first got there because I have been here in, in America for almost 27 years. So you kind of, when I got there, people were very kind to me and make me feel uncomfortable. I couldn't figure why, why is, why are they so nice to me? Did, did they want to tip? Because, you know, in California, if someone is nice to you, that means you have to tip them. So it, it's like you kind of forget that people are supposed to be kind to you because mm. you live on this environment, this environment that is so capitalism. And when you get to a small town and people are kind and they talk to you and they want to share a coffee with you, it was it was shocking for me. But shocking in a good way. Shocking in a good way. Yeah, <laughs> I had to go back to my roots and tell myself, no, that's how it's supposed to be. Mm. People are supposed to be kind. And that was one of this, the, the things that make me choose Musomeli versus other towns. You looked at other towns as well? I I did. As the time progressed, I started looking some other towns and Sicily as well. And what made me uh, stay with the project for Musomeli is the town is small, but it's not too small. It have they have a whole structure in place. They have hospitals, they have pharmacies, they have they have supermarkets, they have uh, small retail stores, they have bars, restaurants, a small movie theater, multiple events happening through the year. So when I was looking, I didn't want to select something that is in a true small town that you have to go out of the town if you need to go to the bank or you need to go out of the town if you want to get groceries. So Musomeli is a small town, but it have everything in place. You don't need to leave the town if you need to go to the doctor, if you need food or if you want to go to a restaurant. So that was another very important thing for me. I was looking for a small town, but it has everything in place. Somalia is 40 minutes to the coast. It takes 40 minutes to be at the Hercules Temple, two hours from Palermo, two hours from Catania. So it's right in the center and it's up in the mountain too. So you get the fresh air and good water and and the food is just as you know is amazing and definitely fit what i was looking for so it sounds like quite a lively town why then were there so many empty houses why were they trying to attract people to the town i i believe during war one and two a lot of people left so those houses have been abandoned for many, many years. And that's, I think it's just this long process. If we look war one and two and people leaving, leaving Sicily to other countries, I think that everything started then. And that's why they end up with a, such a large number of houses abandoned. Oh. Do you know how many other people have bought in Musomeli? I, it, it's like this global movement. People from all over the world are going there. There's a lot of Belgians. I believe there's Australians, French, people from United States, people from Argentina, Mexico. So people from all over the world with all different types of background 
are getting those houses and is this is just going to become this multicultural place that I think is going to be incredible. Hmm. Well, tell us about how you started with the renovation and how you went about finding people to do the work on the houses. So I got the deed for the properties in summer 2019. And that's when I that's when I was there and I brought all my tools and I bought few people from Brazil to do some of the work for me. I hired some people there. It really depends. It really depends on, on, on a, on a choice. I like to do things my own because I'm in construction industry, but a lot of people, they just prefer to hire a contractor. So there is plenty capable people to do the work. Doesn't matter how you wanna approach, there's places you can go and get the material, there's architect, there's contractors. It really depends, it's, it's person to person. Did you come across any real problems with the buildings when you were renovating? No, everything was as I expect. The only issue that uh, we had was obviously COVID and the country being closed for uh, two years. I mean, it was almost two years that we couldn't travel there. And it's notorious that when you do renovations, you end up spending much more than you, you bargained for. Was this a case for you? I have completed my roof in one of the properties. I'll be back there in January to restart with the remodeling of the house. So I have not completed, but so far I've done the, the one of the most expensive things is the roof. So that is completed and I have enough material to finish the second and the third floor so far. I have spent 12,000 euros. So that's kind of the average to to do the re- exterior renovation. So I think I'll be within that, that budget. Mm. Do you have a personal budget for all three houses? One of the properties is quite large. And, you know, if you're looking, the bigger you go, more money you're going to spend. So I think it's going, to, it's going to vary a little bit. And also with COVID, and lack of material prices might change. I think the first one I'll be within that 20,000 budget. The next two, maybe on the next episode, we can talk about, <laughs> we can talk, maybe in the future we can look into uh, if I was within that 20,000 or if I end up spending more than I was expecting. Yeah. So so is that is that a fairly realistic amount for most people, you know, to mm, buy these houses? I mean, you, it, they say they're a euro each, but how much do you think you need to actually budget for if you're going to buy one of these houses? I think 20,000 is a pretty reasonable number. Mm-hmm. And that's euros. I'm, I'm right. sorry, t- twenty thousand euros. I yeah. think is a pretty, it's a pretty reasonable, reasonable amount. That's still a very cheap house. I know, right? <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. Especially for me being in California, it's a great opportunity. I I highly encourage. I have worked religiously sharing my information and replying to everybody that reach out to me. I just think it's a great opportunity and it's a very good place to be. Mm. People there are very kind. The cost of living is very low. 
there's a whole spiritual of socializing which is which is very important so it's just it's just a great opportunity i highly recommend to all the people who can take the opportunity another hundred or so people have bought a house in musomele have they all started their renovations or or has there been a, a large dropout of people who get excited about the idea and and you know buy the house and then realize how much it's going to cost to renovate i have i have helped them sold directly at least 30 properties every time i travel there i bring a group of people with me everyone is just waiting for covid to we're just waiting to be able to travel everyone is still super excited to get their houses fixed and have their vacation home in Europe. So far, nobody have dropped out and everybody's very excited to move the project forward. Hmm. And what about the future? Do you see Musumele somewhere that maybe you'll live permanently one day? I do have plans to retire there because, again, the quality of living is much better than most places. It's just a good place to be. And then with this amount of people from all over the world coming in, I think it's going to be it's going to be a beautiful community where we share different culture, we share different types of food and different types of events. I think it's going to be multicultural place. And Rubia, are you have you set up a business helping other people buy these properties? You talked about bringing people over. So far, I have done with 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 no means to any profit. It just has been with the intention to improve the community and help other people to achieve their, their dreams, whatever that might be. But in the future, I can see myself maybe more involved in a business aspect. So we'll see next year. So far, I have been... My work has been just with the intention to help the community. There's no profit associated with that. Mm. Are you happy with the decision you made? Yes, I am very happy. I I have big aspirations for Musomeli. I think it's a great place to be. I It's a way of accomplishing dreams that I have. And I see that in a lot of other people that just get their house and you know, some, they, they dream of having a restaurant. It's just an opportunity to do whatever you desire. And I think it's, it's you know, it's, it's worth it to at least take a look. Well, I'm enthusiastic. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, why not, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'd love to live in Italy for, for a bit. Finally, Rubia, can you give some tips to listeners who might be thinking of following in your footsteps? What, what, was your, what are the biggest lessons that you've learned in this experience? I, you have to not talk yourself out it. You just have to make a plan. Don't get yourself to talk yourself out. Embrace the process. Embrace the community. People are super welcoming. Be diligent in how you plan. I'm available to anyone that want to reach out. I'll be happy to guide in any question they might have. It's just really embracing and planning and and you're going to be happy. You're going to be happy with your choice and you're going to be looking forward to spend time in Sicily. 
Oh, it sounds like such an exciting project, Rubia. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today. I'm sure our listeners have really enjoyed it as well. And we're going to hopefully catch up with you next year and see where you're at with your properties. And listeners, I will also put Rubia's contact details in our show notes on the webpage. Rubia, thank you so much for talking with us. It's been just fascinating. I'm going to go and have a look through some properties myself. Thank you so much for your time. I'll be happy to hang out with you. Maybe we can get a coffee at Giuseppe's Coffee Shop (laughs) in Musomeli. I'll be down there hopefully end of January. I am available for any questions or any tips. I'm here to help anyone that are interested. And again, thank you so much for your time and looking forward to meeting you in person. Oh, me too. Thank you. And that sounds very kind of you. You're, you're helping out with everybody. So listeners, thank you again for joining me for this episode. And wherever you are in the world, bon voyage and bon appétit. You've been listening to Extra Virgin, a podcast for the Epicurious. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can follow Extra Virgin Food and Travel on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. If you haven't already, go to Apple, Spotify or Google Podcasts and subscribe, rate and leave a review.